You can't be a 75-year-old adult going out and, you know, getting drunk and starting fights. Welcome to Good Things from the Couch. I am your host, Elizabeth Davies. I am a mental health counselor and author, and today my special guest is Steve, who first saw me for counseling in 2013 for post-traumatic stress disorder from military combat. Steve, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It is my pleasure to be here, Liz. I just really appreciate you being willing to... um, be a guest today and share with people what was going on back in 2013. Can you believe it's already been eight years? I cannot. Time flies. (laughs) Time absolutely flies. Um, So when you very first came in to see me eight years ago, you wanted to be able to sleep four to six hours uninterrupted because at the time, I believe you were sleeping about one to two hours a night and then you would wake up and then go back to sleep for one to two hours and then wake up again. That was one of the things that you wanted to work on. And then another thing was to deal with nightmares. And then another thing that you had wanted me to help you with was to be able to forgive yourself um, for what you were asked to do during combat, but also I remember specifically you having difficulty with guilt, like feeling like you didn't deserve to be forgiven, which a lot of people struggle with that, right? When they're asked to do things that go against their moral and value system, their moral ethical value system, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, other, the last thing that you had wanted me to help you with was to believe that you were safe. So if if for the listeners today we can just go back to that time in 2013 and you can share with us what prompted you to come into counseling and what was going on at that time and just let the listeners know. Okay. Um, at that time, I uh, I developed a little more understanding of what PTSD is. Mm-hmm. I still did fully understand it. I was having relationship problems mm-hmm. and my my partner she directed me to you um, because I was finally at a point where I had had enough um, life was not not that beautiful dream that I saw everyone else having mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I wanted a piece of that mm-hmm. and uh, again it was just ultimately I had I had enough of myself, uh, and and just I, I wouldn't say desperate, but I, I it was it was just time, and I, I drew the line in the sand and and came to you. Um, I do remember walking uh, going in. I was I was thinking, okay, I'm going to give this a shot, but you know how how can someone who's not been in combat or even the military understand what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I walked in, and uh, there's, you know, relaxing music and, uh, you know, this this atmosphere that, um, you know, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. And then um, you, you came out, uh, and 
uh, you know, said that you would be with us momentarily or something like that. And uh, and I just I knew then uh, just from your energy that I was going to be able to to be able to, to make progress. Like I, I, it was just there was a connection, and I was able to you know kind of let let my my walls down or at least you know open the gate to the walls or something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i felt like that's really how it was too you were very open and honest about things um and it's true let's let the listeners know too what exactly is post-traumatic stress disorder uh so that everyone's aware like as you learned more about post-traumatic stress disorder I mean, I can let the listeners know too. What the, you know when you get that type of a diagnosis, but there were certain symptoms that you had specifically that let you know, right? Uh, yeah, okay, as far as the symptoms, yeah, um, j- just uh, the the inability uh, for me, uh, and, and mine's a little different because I have two traumatic brain injuries, so it, uh, it mm-hmm. processes differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got to a point where I couldn't ex- the I would either express myself in anger mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, even violently um, mm-hmm. breaking mm-hmm. things, things like that, I, because I couldn't, I couldn't get what was in my head mm-hmm. to come out, mm-hmm. uh, or I just mm-hmm. it, it was so frustrating, and I couldn't come to a conclusion that it was just a complete shutdown, mm-hmm. and then I would withdraw, um, mm-hmm. and it creates all these other things, uh, PTSD. Uh, from what I I have learned comes from when you go through a traumatic event and after that event you are not able to get into um, what they say is a safe space but to get yourself to be able to mm-hmm. go through and process it and mm-hmm. and release it it's, mm-hmm. it's all about releasing and, uh, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you're not able to do that which in combat is you know, and I'm not. I'm not saying that that is the worst. Uh, children who are being abused constantly for, you know, 10, 12, 15, however many years, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You don't have any escape from that, mm-hmm. and it's a constant thing, mm-hmm. and you never feel safe. Mm-hmm. And and it just builds and builds. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And not being able to do that, you can't release, you can't process, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it it. it it's devastating. Yes. Completely devastating. Yes. Maybe we should let our listeners know that one in 11 people in America will experience post-traumatic stress disorder in their life and that over 70% of Americans experience trauma at some point growing up. But post-traumatic stress disorder also has to do, what causes it is that when you are exposed to a life-threatening situation, uh, whether it's your own, like in combat it could be your own, like you feel like your own life is at risk and you're helpless and powerless to protect yourself, or you're a witness to someone, like in domestic violence, like what you were bringing up earlier where children are exposed to domestic violence or sexual abuse or physical abuse and they fear for their own life and they're not able to protect themselves or witness someone else they love being injured. It could even be a traumatic car accident, just anything, and you're not able to protect yourself in a life-threatening situation. That is when post-traumatic stress disorder, um, that's what causes post-traumatic stress disorder. And you brought up a super good point too, Steve. If you don't have a safe place to come home, 
to process. It doesn't have to be home, but a safe place to process, like in the military, if you're in combat every day and you can't you can't go to a safe place, or like you brought up the good point of children that are abused for years and years in their home and they don't have a safe place to go, then that's when you get the the, chron the chronic post-traumatic stress disorder uh, with the symptoms of flashbacks, nightmares, uh, hypervigilance, uh, wanting to avoid uh, cues that can in any way remind you of those events, um, detachment in relationships. This is interesting that you might not even know, but you brought up you were having difficulty in your relationship, that you have difficulty loving other people now and being vulnerable and intimate with other people after post-traumatic stress disorder, um, sleep disturbances, sometimes people have a a fear that they're going to have a short lifespan, um, irritability and anger, which is the one one of the ones you brought up too, because you can't process everything you know that you're trying to get through and you can't get it all out of your head. Anyways, those are some of the symptoms and guilt too, right? Um, yeah. Uh, about about dying. Or I'm sorry. About surviving when other people have died, right? Yeah. Like in your situation. Uh, survivor's guilt is what yes. we call it. Yeah. Survivor's guilt. Yes. Yes. So you had quite a few of the symptoms and you had a lot of the symptoms for a long time. Like how many years did you have symptoms before you came to me in 2013? I'm, I'm trying to do quick math. Uh, 20, 20 something. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine, I mean, it's just phenomenal that you could live that long with it, you know? Um, but we notice it gets worsened, right? Anything untreated gets wor worsens. And so one of the ways that you were treating was self-medicating with alcohol, which yeah. is very common, right? With substance abuse. If we don't know how to deal with our thoughts and difficult um, feelings and uh, processes, then a lot of times we'll use alcohol or drugs to medicate, to be able to cope with that, like to sleep at night or, you know, just to not have not have to feel to kind of numb out the intense emotions. Yeah. So all of yeah. that was going on at the time. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, about the substance abuse. Yeah. I was drinking mm -hmm. while at work, mm -hmm. uh, or calling out because I was still intoxicated or mm -hmm. hungover. Um, mm -hmm. And if it wasn't that, that it was you know outbursts. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because then your communication uh, it goes goes downhill, and mm -hmm. you can't communicate. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, anyone that that isn't familiar with that it just thinks that you're you know, violent, and they're not going to keep you employed. Mm -hmm. uh, the same thing as relationships. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. you know you you react to things mm -hmm. with a temper. It seems uh, you know flying off at the handle or you're intoxicated and I mean nobody wants to be around someone who's intoxicated all the time mm -hmm. um, especially if you know, you're not a happy drunk I suppose right <laughs> uh, so so even even personal relationships uh, and not even not even you know girlfriend boyfriend husband wife whatever uh, just friendship mm -hmm. um, you know nobody wants to hang out I mean I'm sure, you know, if you're younger and, you know, you go out and you party at a bar or something like that, you know, you'll you'll manage to, you know, have a few that hang out with you because you're in the life of the party or whatever. But, mm -hmm. you know, outside of that, it's, it's going to get, you know, kind of old, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. especially when you keep asking them to 
party like that on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, uh, it, it's it's uh, it, it's definitely something that um, if it. It's a relationship breaker, uh, mm-hmm. much like uh, the board games Monopoly and Uno. And I'm, I, I, that's not really meant to be a joke, but those, I mean, it's like that. Uh, you, you're, it's like you have an entire deck of draw fours in your hand and you just keep nailing them with that. Uh, uh, eventually, they're going to have enough and they're going to quit the game. Mm-hmm. The same with that. Mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to do whatever it is one too many times mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're going to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and it, it's I, I I looked back and that was part of my my recovery is looking back and seeing all those relationships mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that I had lost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to that that simple fact mm-hmm. um, you know and at first I was like well if they can't understand me then I don't want to be their friend anyway mm-hmm. and, you know mm-hmm. now it's now it's you know wow I was a really lousy friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and what yeah. brings that? What brings that awareness? You know, like today, you're saying in recovery, I can look back and realize I lost some relationships because of this post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms of the anger and the alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. But and so, wouldn't it be easy to blame it on them at the time if if we if we're not in recovery, right? Oh, there's another relationship ruined. But then, what what was it that made you realize? Wow, maybe it was me. Like. Maybe it was my outburst, or maybe it was my drinking, or maybe it was my anger, or what made you, what was the catalyst that made you realize that part? I, I may, I mean, I, and not just with, with what I do now, um, just the last few years, uh, I, I've gotten into helping, um, helping mm-hmm. veterans with, with a bunch of their different issues, um, mm-hmm. and just seeing that common denominators mm-hmm. uh, because you get ones mm-hmm. and they come in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know they were staying at this place and they kicked them out and then this place kicked them out mm-hmm. and it's like okay well mm-hmm. you know why do these places keep kicking you out the mm-hmm. common denominator in all these places is you mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know not saying it's all your fault or right. anything like that but you know let's work on you yes get you better yeah so then we can start eliminating those issues mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even before that just through recovery realizing uh, the the different the you know yelling and you know fighting and, and all that other stuff mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. just coming through that and, and realizing you know oh I could have handled that situation a little bit better mm-hmm. I could have done this mm-hmm. or that mm-hmm. uh, so I always evaluate things mm-hmm. and in evaluating mm-hmm. um, which came from from you and the affirmations mm-hmm. and making me look in a mirror at myself um, <laughs> which I still work on that today uh, it's, it's much much easier but uh, it, it just really gets you inside mm-hmm. of you and, and, it, and, and you see you know, yeah. not so much what is wrong, but you see the, the things that you need to mm-hmm. change or mm-hmm. avoid or, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, make, to make better decisions and, and, and to have better outcomes. Yeah. And, and it just that is what, when you realize all those things that, that have happened, that, you know, if it wasn't for that, that trauma and the, 
the mm-hmm. substance abuse and things like that that it, it wouldn't have been, you know. It, and then uh, I, I don't regret anything because it's led me to where I am today. Yeah. But, you know, I look at it and I'm like, you know, what could I have done better? Uh, you know, because if if you're not learning, you're, you're I don't want to say losing, but, you know, it's, it's inhibiting you from, yes. from growth. Yes, exactly. And, mm-hmm. and, and to grow, I mean, you can't be a 75-year-old uh, adult, so to speak, going out and, you know, getting drunk and starting fights. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We have to grow up sometime. Sometime in our 50s, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eventually you have to, I mean, yeah, you just have to, you have to grow a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it's self-reflection, yes. uh, especially the affirmations mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. are what really helps me in, in seeing all of those things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. granted, I, I have no way to contact some of those people. Um, but that's the path, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I can only do like now my relationship. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't have those things, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And well, it's it's self improvement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, when we do the self improvement, we definitely have better results in our relationships, with our jobs, with our self esteem. So you brought up a good point about the time that I make you look in the mirror. I do this with a lot of clients, specifically clients who have low self-esteem and don't have a good relationship with themselves. And how we know we don't have a good relationship with ourselves is we're making choices that are pretty destructive, right? Like drinking too much alcohol every day or not forgiving ourselves, which can be destructive to our self-esteem or destroying our relationships through anger, which can be destructive or our finances, okay? It hits us in one way or another. And so mirror work, which is something I've done myself, years and years ago, uh, is a great way to get to know ourselves, to look ourselves directly in the eyes and say, well, for you, Steve, it would be like, hello, Steve, I love you, I forgive you, when you're looking yourself right in the eyes in the mirror. And there's so many clients that I've given this homework assignment to, you know, mirror work, because until we start to have a really good relationship with ourselves, how are we going to have a good relationship with someone else? And there's, and I used to have a mirror in my office, you probably know this, <laughs> for clients who would try mirror work and say, I can't do it, I can't do it, and weeks would go by, so then I would whip out the mirror in my office, and I would hold it in front of them, and then I would tell them what to say, you know, like, yeah. Hello, Elizabeth. I unconditionally love you for who you are. I'm going to help you heal. And th- they, they couldn't even get the words out. There was so many tears, you know, just knowing that that relationship with themselves, they didn't, we, we, they weren't aware, right? People aren't always aware of the relationship that they have, them, the relationship they have with themselves. So that's awesome that you did that because it can help. It, it can heal us when we look in the mirror in our eyes and say, I unconditionally forgive you, Steve, for what you had to do in the military, Right. Among many other things. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I had to sit for, for a long time. A long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, about these affirmations, <laughs> this is another thing we should let our listeners know about, right? I, I make affirmation cards, which uh, if you read them repeatedly, they will help you have healthy thoughts and beliefs. And so... Tell me how the affirmation cards helped you. The mirror work helped you, and, and the affirmation cards. Now, I, I, I will say I don't do the beer 
uh, all that much. Um, I'm not saying that I don't need it. I do it when I need it. Um, but I have, I have, uh, because my thing, and you said it much nicer and sweeter than I, I'm about to, but how can you love anybody else if you love yourself? Yeah. So I have gotten to the point where I love myself. Um, Good. And Beautiful. I'm not saying that, again, I don't need it. It's just, it's a tool there for mm-hmm. when life does get frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the cards, the mm-hmm. cards are a daily thing still. I, I may not always 100% um, reflect on them, or, or, but I have them up uh, at work. And uh, they're they're namely key. I'll uh, well, uh, one that that fits with someone that I'm I'm working with and helping. Um, I feel that they need. I will run to the copier and make a copy of it, or them, however many they need uh, to to give them, so that you know. And, uh, and it, because they're they're homeless, they're in a they're in a dire situation, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and they don't think much of themselves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the the biggest uh, and and I, it's the I believe it's the biggest card that you have, and, it, and that's not why it's it's the um, it's the oh, heaven sent. Yeah, the heaven sent one is. <laughs> it is the biggest uh, card in my deck. <laughs> it, it, is, it is the one that uh, it's cause, and it's right in the middle, and the others are so it's kind of like. Uh, Michael, the archangel, and mm-hmm. then the other are just mm-hmm. angels around him. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, uh, it's the one that uh, that I really because I, I, I talk with talk with God, and, you know, every day, give me the strength and the ability mm-hmm. and the knowledge mm-hmm. to have you work through me and what I'm doing mm-hmm. uh, because this is your work. It's not me. I'm just an instrument. Mm-hmm. Keep me sharp, and uh, and 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 that affirmation is the one that I probably I would say almost every day. Can I read this? Can I read this one? I know which one you mean. It's a, it's the largest one in my deck. It's a, it's called Heaven Sent. It says, "I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent God who sent me here." I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because God will direct me as I surrender to his will. I am content to be wherever God wishes, knowing that he goes everywhere with me. I will be healed as I let God teach me to heal. With God, all things are possible. (laughs) That's the one. That is the one. I love it. Uh, I've had so many. Well, my affirmation cards, my good things, emotional healing cards, is what they're called, and they and they are on my website, elizabethdavies.com. Uh, have helped uh, thousands of people. I remember clients, not just you, you know, but it's so awesome to know that they're such a healing, powerful tool because uh, affirmations do work. Uh, they can change our beliefs if we say them over and over. I've had people have them on their cupboards in their kitchen. I've had people tell me they keep them in their car and read them before and after they get to work. Uh, people use them as bookmarks. Um, I have them in my office, and I say them to this day. So it's awesome to know that those are helpful and that you're sharing. This is another great thing, Steve, that helps us heal, I, I find. I, I have a, my own traumatic history uh, in childhood, not my adulthood, thank goodness, but 
in my childhood there was a lot of violence and um, one of the things that helped me heal too was the mirror work and reading positive affirmations every day so that I could change the way I feel about myself and the way I uh, see the world and process things so I just think that's awesome <laughs> and the other thing I want to mention that you just mentioned is now that you are in recovery and have come so far that now you can turn around and help other veterans isn't that also healing to yourself very much so yes um yes i, I uh, in fact i was having a, a conversation with a colleague maybe maybe 10 or 15 um came through today i'm i'm sure that it was much more than that but at the time of day it was there were about 10 or 15 and i said that is 10 or 15 veterans that are off the streets today mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i may not be on the first string right now because of what you know what i was doing for the day mm -hmm. i said but i'm i'm that third string mm -hmm. you know whatever position on a football team mm -hmm. that just won the super bowl well guess what mm -hmm. i get a super bowl ring too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I, I i had my part in it you know yes. sometimes the 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 clinical or the not the clinical the um the administrative side stuff has to be done by somebody. So, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, but just, you know, day in, day out, you know, there's, there's, you know, e even if there's only 10, even if there's only one, mm -hmm. uh, I said this early on, even if I only help one veteran get off the street, that's mm -hmm. one veteran that's off the street. Yeah. It's awesome. He knows where he's sleeping. He mm -hmm. knows where he's getting food. Mm hmm he is safe. He mm -hmm. does not mm -hmm. have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that, that is because I was there. Yeah. And that is, that is probably uh, not to take anything away from your amazing work. Um, but that is probably one of the biggest things that is keeping me where I'm at right Absolutely. now is, is just, they don't, they don't thank you. They don't smile. You don't see their eyes light up or anything like that. But it's you know it's it's a done deal. It, yes. the work has been done, and and that's so purposeful. It's so meaningful. It's so fulfilling to know that you are a blessing, even in one person's life. Two, three, four to get one person off, of, one veteran off the street yes. is so meaningful and purposeful, and matters forever. And here's another thing. When you first started seeing me in 2013, and this is like, I don't, I don't know how much recovery you had done before then. How much recovery had had you done any recovery before 2000? None. Okay. None. So look at this. Look at this amazing transformation. If we're not in recovery, you weren't even in a position to think about helping other people. No. Do you see how? I mean, to me, that's like such enormous progress that you've come so far through your own pro through your own healing and your own recovery that now you have a serving heart to want to turn around and serve and help other people in your situation. That's huge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that all that also is a gift that comes once we do our own work, like you were saying, like uh, do our recovery and um, and start to heal through all of our trauma is now all of a sudden we have a healing heart instead of being this victim of all the trauma we've gone through or have all this anger every day or or a non-compassion for people because of our anger which can cause non-compassion right now you've healed enough where you're turning around and you're helping people every day other veterans every day get off the streets how awesome is that it's 
I'm not sure whether it's a word, but it's the awesomest. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, (laughs) I'm trademarking it. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely it is. It um, gives you a reason to get up every day. It's the best kind of high. Oh, yeah. I was was kind of foolish and, you know, got caught up on YouTube and didn't get enough sleep and drugged myself out of bed this morning, but... By the time I I walk through the door, a good uh, yeah. 30, 45 minutes before uh, we let any of them in, um, you know I'm I'm there. I'm I'm good. I'm not even thinking about my lack of sleep or mm-hmm. bills or mm-hmm. any of that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's I it, it's it's like you know quarterback stepping into the stadium you know they get into their zone or, yeah. or whatever the case is and, yeah. and that's that's where that's where i'm that's my that's my my zone yeah. I, I get in there and i'm ready to go mm-hmm. and uh um I, I i was thinking about it uh you know uh, you, you mentioned about the not even in recovery or even thinking about serving mm-hmm. uh that very first time uh pulling into the parking lot uh you know, I didn't even think that I would have ever been back there. Yeah. And then now here it is. It, would you say eight years? Yeah, eight years. It's twenty twenty one. Eight years later. And, yeah. And, and we're on the phone. Yeah. So, um, I <laughs> I have been blessed. Um, you have been a blessing in my life. Oh, thank uh, you. Which which opened me up to um, within the VA. I would never speak to any. Therapists, counselors, psychiatrists, psychotherapists, any 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 of those mental health people, I I wouldn't talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like they had my interest, and mm-hmm. and you you opened my eyes, mm-hmm. my heart, my soul, and I the very first one that they sent me to, uh, they there was an appointment mixed up, and so I was. You know, still not, still not well. So I started to become a little heated. We'll say that. And um, she came out, and even though she was already full of patients, like she was not taking on any more patients, she took me on, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she was the VA's version of you. Oh, and that's awesome. Between between you two, I uh, and I was with her. She left like a year or two ago, and I was with her all that time that's awesome like six six or seven years wow so i um it i i wouldn't have done it before because uh her family was police and military she mm-hmm. was never uh i think she was her her husband was military mm-hmm. so she was a spouse mm-hmm. um but not military so mm-hmm. you know before you i would have been like i'm out of here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it was you know it, it, and it, it it wasn't any one thing. It it, it was everything. Mm-hmm. The affirmation, mm-hmm. the mirror work, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. your energy, the mm-hmm. tools, mm-hmm. And, and just everything. And mm-hmm. and probably the biggest thing is you were very patient with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that I mean, typically I, I hadn't gotten that before. Is mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, do this, do that. You know, oh well, if you don't like it, you can 
mm-hmm. you'll find someplace else or something mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I will. Right. Uh, right. weren't like that. It was, mm-hmm. it, it was yeah, I mean, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So, um, a, a, a huge thank you. You, know, you, you were, you were a, a big part of where I am at today. Oh, that's awesome. I, I just love hearing like eight years later, how far you've come and how you're blessing other people uh, so much, which just goes to show you how much healing has happened, which is why which is why I do this podcast, to let other people know that you can heal, you can overcome difficult thoughts, feelings, behaviors, circumstances, right? So I love it. It's a a wonderful story. Thank you so, so much for being willing to share uh, your journey with me. It's been so wonderful reconnecting, and it's been so wonderful to hear all of the amazing progress that you've made over the last eight years. Thank you. It was a pleasure, and uh, I'm I'm speechless. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm... I started to get a little, little emotional, so I, I kind of, I'm stumbling over trying to, try to formulate words. So That's okay. I, I will just say thank you very much. Uh, I, I go through the videos with the cards. Uh, awesome. I, I think I've probably saved all of them. Awesome. My, my, uh, my storage capacity is probably full on YouTube. <laughs> um, so, so um, I'm just. It's, it's great. Because I can, I can quickly, I can just go back in to my saved uh, videos and just, I can, you know, by the title, I can just scroll and I can say, okay, I, I want to hear what, you know, she's saying on this one. And then um, I don't think I have all the cards, but if I have that card, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to look at it and read it again, you know, the next day after, after seeing it or that day if I'm at work. Um, but yeah, it's it, anyone can heal. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it starts with 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 you, yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely, it starts with yourself making that decision to want to do recovery, right? And that usually happens because yeah. we've had enough consequences in our relationships yes. and jobs and finances and all the rest. We're like, wow, okay. I don't like you said. Everyone else is living the dream. What's going on here, <laughs> right? And so now you're living the dream. Because you're helping and blessing other people. You're making a difference in this world. Uh, a positive difference that's going to matter not only to the people you're helping, but it also matters to God that we do His work uh, and bless other people. So I just, I love that. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, thanks again. You're very welcome. And, Thank you. And many continued blessings to you. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you so much for joining us for Good Things from the Couch, where we do realize that we can heal and we can overcome difficult situations and thoughts and feelings, and we can overcome post-traumatic stress disorder. Many more good things to you from the couch. 